We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts or on our YouTube channel, all over social media, or our morning newsletter, KCSN Daily, dedicated to your Kansas City Chiefs. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in possible. The Kansas Jayhawks have dominated the Houston Texans on the road. This is the KU Booth Review live post-game show. It's presented by Emprise Bank. When was the last time you went into a bank? Now more than ever, who you're doing business with is more important than where they're located. Emprise Bank is a trusted business partner that can serve anyone, anywhere, and so can Kansas. Kansas can serve anyone, anywhere, it doesn't matter if they're at home, on the road. Two straight road wins on the season for this football team. Here to help me talk about an absolutely dominant performance from the Kansas Jayhawks is my friend, Scott Chasen. Scott, what's good other than the Kansas Jayhawks? Well, I, Kent, I have to give you a slight correction. Houston Cougars, this is not your chief show. Did I say Texans? Ke- you sure did. But hey, the Kansas offense... Looks like the Kansas City Chiefs offense when they're scoring 48 points and it is the lowest offensive output that they've had on the season. Uh, Ken, absolutely unbelievable. We've got, we have to talk about all of this. We've got to talk about Kansas's path going forward because this team is now 3-0 and um, with a really fun game against Duke coming up. You want to just talk about the offense because that was insane. This offense is legit. Um, it's one of the best in the big 12 and I, that's been proven to this point. And it's led by one of the best players in the entire big 12. Jalen Daniels is for real. He's as advertised. Um, what you've seen in such a short amount of time is for real. There's no reason to not believe that more times than not, this kid is going to be one of the best football players on the field. And you saw that today. He was incredible. Um, from, I mean, this team, I mean, hey, the team, the, the, the Jayhawks got start. They they got they got off to a slow start again, and then reeled off forty eight points in basically three quarters of football. Uh, 
there's so many things I want to talk about this offense. Um, we can get into all of them. Wax poetic for a second about the things that got you excited, and then I'll jump back in because I don't. I could literally. You would just have to just sit back and relax for like ten minutes if I if I get going. But look, Andy Kotelnicki gets a ton of credit, deserves a ton of credit, not only for this game but for the last game. And it's the little details I think that have me excited about what this offense is. And like, think about Kansas is marching down the field at the end of the first half. And they just know what they're doing, even clockwise, like how much time they're taking off the clock before they run each play. They're remembering to run a few times to just keep it moving so Houston doesn't get a chance to score at the end of the half. How about coming out of a long delay when you're wondering what Kansas is going to do? Luke Grimm runs by one way, fakes like he's going to get a handoff. The ball isn't even snapped. So I don't know how you can simulate something even better. Then turns around, run, runs back the other way, and he's completely open um, to break to the end zone. I, I look at Jared Casey and just the the job he does consistently blocking on the edge, um, even selling on the, on that reverse where he's running one direction, all of a sudden spins around, comes back the other way. Now he's the lead blocker. Douglas Amelian pancaked a dude and then blocked a second dude on a Jalen Daniels touchdown run. I think it's the little details for me because look, Jalen Daniels is great. And Kent, you've been all over this. You were, you were over this preseason about how good Jalen Daniels was. He is absolutely remarkable. He has been the best quarterback in the Big 12 through three games. He's been the best quarterback in the nation, arguably, arguably, arguably through three games. There's, um, yeah, no, I, I don't think that's, I, I don't know. I, I'm a little you can't be better than him. You the, can't be better than he's played and how he's led this offense. Yeah. But where I'm at is the reason why he's having this much success and the reason why he looks the way he does is because Kansas does so many things well, mm -hmm. and it's on the offensive line. It's with tight ends. I had the chance to watch this game with a former Kansas beat writer who this was nothing like he's ever seen. He remarked to me, um, unless he gives me a thumbs up, I won't shout him out by name. But he said, fans have to retrain themselves to watch this team now because it's so different than what it's been. So that yeah. that's what stood out to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think like I think all Kansas fans, there's like a little bit of waiting for the other shoe to drop, which is why they were all hesitant going into the Houston game. But guys, it's time to believe. It's time to believe. Um, it's time to to believe anything's possible with this team. That offense will keep you in most games this season. The defense, we can talk about the defense. I think there's a lot of reasons to be excited about the defense this mm -hmm. week. But um, this offense is going to give you chances to win games in the Big 12 against a lot of football teams this season. Uh, the the and we'll get we'll get there with the quarterback. I think the quarterback is arguably the best in the Big 12. I told I told Scott and Kevin this. I I had some spicy takes. I was scared to post publicly, but I'm just going to coming do it. out with this. Uh well, it's. I mean, this one's not that spicy. Mm -hmm. Kansas State, and Missouri are jealous of your quarterback. Kansas fans, they are absolutely jealous. They would move heaven and earth to have Jalen Daniels on their football team. You mm -hmm. have a clear cut, obvious, better quarterback that is not holding your football team back. That is the reality. Um he might be the best in the big 12. He might be the best in the big 12. There's not very many quarterbacks making the case outside of Dylan Gabriel at Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That might be the list. It's Jalen Daniels and Dylan Gabriel duking it out for the best quarterback in the big 12 uh, for the remainder of the season. And then I want to wax poetic a little bit about Andy Kotel, mm -hmm. Go mm -hmm. for it. Uh, that man is, um, <laughs> Kansas fans are unbelievably lucky to have Lance Leipold in Kansas. They are equally as lucky to have Andy Colt in Kansas as well. That man 
um, is an absolutely brilliant play caller. He has eaten the lunch of the last three opponents with great ease. I am so blown away by that guy and his his play calling chops. I think most of I I haven't had a ton to argue with 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 some of his, you know, with some of the choices, Um, the versatility to be able to execute the amount of stuff that this offense is, you know, it's 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 unheard of to be good in so many different variations and styles and how they've merged personnel to scheme is impre- incredible. And I will give you one prime example. Tory Lachlan's a running back. Oh, you took this from me, by the way. I just wanted on the record that I was I had a whole thing written out, but you go first. Oh, I just, look, I mean, we talk about marrying personnel to scheme and, and putting your players in the best situation to succeed. Tory Lachlan's background is not necessarily running back. There's some receiver in there. There's some quarterback in there. And so the, the you know the, the Jayhawks go in this this bunt this full house set two running backs flanked to the sides of Jalen Daniels one behind them they've run a lot of option looks out of it and now what do they do they take their running back with a former receiver background run him on a vertical out of the backfield a guy you know not every running back is going to be capable of tracking the ball over his shoulder cleanly and easily Jalen Daniels throws a great ball. Tory Lachlan's receiver background kicks in. He catches a great ball over his shoulder and they get a big explosive 60 yard touchdown. That is a masterful play call for so many reasons because it's merging the, the exploiting the talents and abilities of a player to their fullest potential. And schematically it's just, it's it's so challenging to try to, to try to deal with what an impressive, impressive, you know, display of offense. I think about the the trick play where they direct snap to to Devin Neal, who hands it off to Jalen Daniels to gets the ball in the flat to their best hands on the football team, Jared Casey. Like just so many brilliant, bright offensive play calls here. It's I'm blown away, man. I am blown away by what we saw again. It's for real, and it's going to there. We've got today and a, and, a, and a show on Tuesday to talk about the future of this football team, but I am just I I'm in awe of what we just saw again. Another reminder of what this team is capable of doing. Yeah, and Ken, think about that trick play. I, I mean, you described why it worked, right? And think about who was coming the other way. That was Jason Bean, who I, I'm not so sure if they had flipped it to him, he could have had a touchdown too. He was even <laughs> with the guy who was chasing him. Like these are these plays, we haven't even seen the counters for half of these yet. And you're talking about the possibility to score touchdowns in so many different ways. The thing with me for Tory Lachlan is since he came to KU, three different staffs now, right? The Beatty staff, the Less staff. Um, I, I guess it was really the Less staff, but he was recruited under the Beatty staff. And then this staff, everyone knew he was talented. The question was always, how do you get this guy on the field? Especially after he had like a really good spring game performance. People got excited about him. How do you get this guy on the field? How do you find ways to use him? Last year, Tory Lachlan had three touchdowns. Like it came in in a short burst. It was a couple of games. But like when Lan- uh, when Andy Kotelnicki says, if I have 10 great offensive linemen, I'm going to play 10 offensive linemen. Or if I have four great running backs, who's to say I can't put four running backs on the field? Like this is the prime example of having a playmaker and actually finding a way to use him, not just talking about, 
oh yeah, this guy is good. This guy is fast. We really want to get him on the field, but like, mm, what a shame. It doesn't really fit within our base offense. No, Andy Kotelnicki is finding the way to kind of, or, or just to use these guys in ways that, that other people, other coaches, other staffs haven't thought of and wouldn't think of because that's that kind of offensive creativity. I get really excited watching this team. And, and I think the blocking up front early on, it was a struggle. But once, especially the pass block, I thought got a lot better. Mike Nowitzki had some big blocks. I thought uh, the guards were incredibly impressive at times. Jalen Daniels, his ability to make a play when that blocking isn't there is what makes him special. But the fact that that offensive line has improved so much is just another reason why Kansas is consistently putting up seven touchdowns in a game every week. And like, I mean, Duke's coming to town next. Are you expecting the Kansas offense to do anything less than what we've seen to this point? If anything, I mean, it's such a blessing for Kansas that they have all these winnable games so early with how much returning talent they have, how much newness they're in- introducing and injecting into the offense. Ken, if you're a defensive coordinator, how, how do you plan for this? It's it's a challenge, and I think this is why the, the Jayhawks elected to do everything that they've done to this point. Really quick, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button if you're watching. Thanks, everybody, so much for watching. Um, leaving comments hitting the like button, hitting the subscribe button. It helps us grow this show so we can get it out to more Jayhawk fans watching right now, wanting to find something to react to. Um, So yeah, feel free to hit the like button. Feel free to hit the subscribe button. Leave some comments. Help us celebrate this victory for Kansas. Um, Yeah, I mean, the way that the Jayhawks have you know built that offense, and I think that's what's so impressive. It creates headaches. And in college football, it is so increasingly difficult um, especially as offenses are getting more and more sophisticated to prepare for. I think that's why you've seen a lot of these offenses start to kind of, you know, bloom and, and grow. And a lot of more points are being put on the board um, as the game grows. Um, it's just because it, these guys are limited to a certain amount of time every week. And so time theft is super crucial when you are, um, when you're game planning, when you are, um, when you are putting stuff on tape and the Jayhawks force, teams to be prepared for so many different versions and variations and looks and yeah there's core principles sprinkled throughout it but like just everything that they've put on tape to this point and they yeah, they they didn't do as much unbalanced this week you know they didn't put you know that they, they didn't throw a ton of unbalanced at houston mm-hmm. for instance they did at west virginia right and so guess what houston had to spend some of their time trying to trying to you know to prepare for the unbalanced stuff that they ran last week and they really didn't, but they went to more, you know, they, they came back to some of the stuff that they did in week one with, you know, the three back look, they had a little bit of more of that going, they built off on top of that. So they've established so many good things in three weeks, but there's so many logical progressions and build offs to this that like they, they have just scratched the surface. It's gotta be a, a nightmare to prepare for this team, especially since they're basing out a lot of that triple option stuff. And you saw Jalen Daniels, who yeah. I think read read out offensively extremely like there was some there was some hit or miss with the first two weeks of him reading the zone stuff. Mm-hmm. He yeah. was he was outstanding this week making decisions on give or keep. They were giving him a lot of the give leak, give give look and he mm-hmm. burned them badly. And so you've just presented so many problems and you're continuing to present more problems. This thing is snowballing and cascading. And now Duke's got a nightmare ahead of them trying to prepare for what they just yeah. saw. Well, Kent, I, I don't know if you caught during the weather delay, the end of the K-State game. Um, oh, I caught it. <laughs> really, oh, that game ended. I caught it. I caught it, Scott. <laughs> really, that game ended for Kansas State on an option play, 
right? And Adrian Martinez didn't make the right read. And I think sometimes we forget, you know, it's a lot easier when you're going back on a replay to be like, oh yeah, running backs open there. Oh yeah, he's got to give. But that, in the moment, that's hard. I think KU realized early that it had an advantage with the Jalen Daniels run game specifically. It seemed like Houston was really selling out against the running backs. And ever since then, I don't know, you know, I'll I'll know more when I I go back and rewatch it, but I don't know if they were looking at the wrong spots or not devoting numbers to the right spaces, whatever it was. Kansas identified it, and, and Jalen Daniels took off. He made a couple plays that were, you know, just him making a play. But I, I think that part of what Kansas does is impressive. If you want to switch to the defense, I, I actually thought Kansas was going to win this game when it was 14-7 to and they were losing, and they got the second stop. I think they got – was it an interception on the second one? I can't yes. remember now. Yes, but interception. I, I – and I, I can during the West Virginia game when they went down 14 to nothing, I was very confident in Kansas because I, I didn't think how it started, right? The the mishap Kansas had offensively with penalties, not really usually Kansas. The defensive mistakes, those were things that that didn't typically burn Kansas, especially a defensive back falling down. When Kansas got behind 14 in this game, I, I saw concern. I, I saw a defense that was not close. I didn't see freak happenings. I thought Kansas was going to get blown out. When the defense got those two stops in a row. That to me, immediate turning point of the game. I don't know what they figured out. I don't know what changed. Maybe the hail that was allegedly falling in 90 degree Houston, which I guess is a real thing, stopped. Um, they figured something out. And from that point on, they weren't perfect, but situa- situationally, the defense was excellent. And a shout out to Lonnie Phelps, whose father, I assume, Lonnie Phelps Sr., even tweeted, Please stop holding my son. I think Lonnie Phelps has to get held more than any player I've ever seen, but he is a menace. And even when he's not the guy making the tackle and making the stop in the backfield, he's forcing the quarterback into uncomfortable positions. He's breaking up plays and it's elevating and helping everyone else on the defense. I thought Lonnie Phelps played a great game, even though the statistics may not bear that out. Oh, he absolutely did. Um, I think, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a menace off the edge and he creates some problems and he keeps coming. His motor, his effort, his intensity is outstanding. He's a guy that, um, yeah, maybe he hasn't had the production, you know, since the first game, but the effect has absolutely been there. And, um, yeah, I do think he got hold, held a couple times too, if I'm being <laughs> honest, I got a fun, I got a fun, uh, stat. You're going to have to wait on here in a second, but the wait is over. Uh, on DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook f- app, which is officially live in Kansas just in time for football season. That means betting legally on same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, and more anytime and anywhere across the Sunflower State. To celebrate, DraftKings is giving new Kansas customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on anything and get $200 in free bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KCSN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. That's code KCSN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 800-522-4700. 21 and older, physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. Bets, one early win token issued at opt-in. money line and bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash Kansas on behalf of Boot Hill Resort and Casino. All right, Matt Brown, CFB on Twitter. Kansas in their past four road games, mm-hmm. three and one. Kansas in the previous 66 road games. I know where this is going. Two and 64. Can you name the two? Uh, the previous uh, Colorado was one of them. No? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess this counts Texas. So, no, you're right, you're right. 
It would have been Colorado and... I know the other one. Don't know the other one. I think it was at Central Michigan. I'm pretty sure that was a David Beatty game. Did they win that game? I think they did. Or, man, now I'm questioning myself. I don't they think won they one did. on the road. They won one on the road you. with Puka. With uh, Kansas has won multiple road games in a... Kansas has won multiple road games in a row by double digits for the first time since 1995. Wow. Wow. Uh, that... Oh, by the way, congratulations to everyone that listened and hit the over on two and a half yeah. wins. <laughs> Yeah, it's about time. It, it took them long enough, right? I know. <laughs> Congratulations no. to everybody that, that picked Kansas over two and a half wins. It took exactly three weeks for that bet to clear out. Um, Ken, I got two questions for you. Can I can I get you these? Sure. One, game day in Lawrence. What do you think? Let's do it. <laughs> let's go. Like, I, we've got to. I, I mean, Kansas versus Duke, that's going to be two 3-0 teams. And we'll talk about Kansas. Kansas might be ranked. There's a chance. There's two double-digit wins for Kansas on the road to start the season. Rank them. Two double digits, and one of those double digits came in overtime. I sh- uh, we don't talk about that. Details don't matter. No, no, no. Look, again, after a, a start, an inauspicious whatever, like not a good start, Kansas dominated. And this was similar to the West Virginia game where they outscored him by 27 after they got in that 14 nothing hole. I mean, it was 14 nothing, And then the rest of the game, Kansas was better on offense. Kansas clearly had the better quarterback. Dare I say the better Kansas quarterback comparing, comparing, oh, Boston College. Boston That's a College great call, was, of course. There was less miles than Boston College was the mm-hmm. other one. There it was. 48-24. I think David Beatty got one. I'm pretty sure he got a non-conference one with Puka, so that might have usurped Colorado. But okay. I would have to go back and look. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk schedule, though. Kansas has coming up. I'm just going to read these games off, okay? This is the schedule the rest of the year. Duke at home. Iowa State at home. TCU at home. They're going to be favored against Duke. They won't be favored in the other two games. Those oh, they three. won't? Oh, they won't? <laughs> they might. No, timeout, Scott. Timeout. I agree with I don't you think they I, will. I agree with you on Iowa State. I agree with you on Iowa State. 
I think they might be favored against TCU. I mean, there's tell a chance. They, they're 4-1, there's a chance. Tell me why they shouldn't be favored against TCU right now. They just went into Texas. They went into Texas, into Houston, and beat a team on the road by 18. They That's just, fair. That's this fair. Is, this is not your grandma's Jayhawks. <laughs> That's right. See, I need to do the thing that I was accusing other people of doing. Okay. Hater. So, Duke, home versus Iowa State, home versus TCU. Three home games, all winnable, yeah. coming up back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Yeah. Huge. Uh, we'll keep going through the season. Then you have at OU at Baylor versus Oklahoma State. Those are the three hard games. You close the year at Texas Tech, Texas at home, and then Kansas State. So to me, if you want to start talking, and I think that I think now is the time to have this conversation. There is a path to six wins now. And the path to six wins is not, well, you've got three 50-50 games, and boy, do you have to win all of them, or you've got two and you got to find some. There are six games on this schedule that going into, I'm going to be fascinated to see what Kansas does. And, and, at OU at Baylor versus Oklahoma State, good teams upset good, great teams, you know, sometimes. So I'm not discounting anything. But I look at the Duke-Iowa State-TCU, and I look at Texas Tech, Texas, and K-State, and I say, those are six games. You got to find a way to win three of them. And, and then you don't even have to worry about at OU at Baylor versus Oklahoma State. And if they are, they're favored against Duke, if they beat Duke, I mean, you're starting 4-0, knowing you've got Iowa State, TCU, Texas all at home. Just got to win two of those. You got Texas yeah. Tech. Like the path is suddenly very real. And I, I think it will be very close. I now think, you know, after the last game, I said four to five wins for Kansas. Now I'm kind of creeping up like five to six wins for Kansas is kind of what I'm looking at. Um, Kent, I, if Kansas beats Duke, which I'm kind of expecting at this point. Yes. People are going to be, I mean, does bowl game become the expectation? Where, where do things go from there? I think so. Okay. I'm trying to take a breath here. Um, I, Kansas Please was going to be favored to, I think Kansas was going to be favored mm-hmm. to b- beat Duke, whether or not they beat Houston today. Yeah. Um, I, I think some of the analytics, early analytics kind of indicated that as well, by the way, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. If you're watching this, we're celebrating Kansas. Uh, we might answer a few questions at the end of the show too. Uh, just so, you know, so leave some comments, leave some questions. We might hit a few up at the end, but yeah, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Um, I think Kansas is going to beat Duke on Saturday and you're sitting here staring at four and oh, and I think I'm not, I'm not going to be disappointed if KU doesn't make a bowl game. Okay. I'm not going to be disappointed if KU doesn't make a bowl game. Um, I will be disappointed if they don't pull five out. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of where I sit. I don't want, I don't think the expectation should be, I don't think game. I don't, I don't think expectations should be Iowa state. Or uh, sorry, sorry. Hold on. Uh, beating Iowa State in in, you know, I don't know. I I I I, I want to try to tamp the brakes just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just a little. Bit. Just 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 just. It's fair, Kent. It's totally bit. fair. But I, this offense can do it. Yeah. This offense can take you bowling. This offense is capable of pulling this off. There are. If, I think this defense can play enough sound football to pull off six wins. I'm not going to be disappointed, but I believe. I believe that's going to happen. I really do. I know that sounds kind of, you know, contra- contradictory, but it's the truth. I'm not, I'm so satisfied and thrilled and happy with the where this program is to this point. I hope Lance Leipold doesn't get taken by Nebraska and just kill this momentum. But it I, took 24 I, minutes to get Nebraska on the show. Nice. I'm happy, but I believe. I yeah. believe it. 
I, I'm buying, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I believe in this offense. I don't think that there's going to be a lot to slow this down. Knock on wood. With, there's one, you know, there's one thing that really can't. I am, I don't know. I, I, I'm so thrilled though. I'm just so pleased with getting three weeks of fun, enjoyable, you know, football out of, out of Kansas. Like I'm, I think that that's such a low bar to clear, but like, I'm so happy that I got to enjoy three straight weeks of good Kansas football. I I'm good now. I mean, it's everything else is like, you know, everything else do I Duke will be a disappointment if they lose. But outside of that, I'm thrilled. I feel so good about where, where we're at. Well, think about that. I mean, you got three good weeks of football, right? Three great weeks of football. Exceptional. So much fun. 48 points plus every game. And now you go back and, and you play three more that you think, hey, these three are winnable too. And these three should be competitive, if nothing else. Like Kansas has been a far cry from having that in a long time. And you're right. Like the Duke game is before the season, it was to the point where I think a lot of people were hoping that that would be a win, but you start three and zero with two road wins, really two big 12 road wins, even though I know Houston technically isn't there yet. It does become a little bit of a disappointment if you can't, you know, make that four and zero. but I think that's a reflection of where the program is, right? Like that's not negativity at all. That's, that's the opposite. That's you have raised expectations by how well you have played. And uh, again, I think fans are used to be, uh, to being a little snake bitten. I think one example of that was when like a message board rumor popped up midweek about Jalen Daniels. And then you go on Twitter and you see like, why can't Kansas have nice things? I, I'm getting texts from friends saying, oh, this is, this is a disaster. You know, this always happens to Kansas, whatever. And it's like, no, the good things are actually continuing to happen. I, I'm, I am very surprised. I don't want to say shocked, very surprised with how this game turned around today. I am like, too. It, it actually, it actually floored me. Um, yeah. I I just you know I don't know I didn't I, even when they got down fourteen nothing I don't know if I was necessarily ah oh, here we go again like there's just something mm-hmm. feels different about this and I I wanted to see the offense like the offense didn't look like there's a like even when the offense isn't working there's it's not the same kind of overmatch that you've seen yeah. in the past like they were a lot of self inflicted issues there on mm-hmm. the offensive side of the ball to drop why ball. they started slow the drop pass mm-hmm. um the the fumbled snap like. There's enough like just self-inflicted stuff where I wasn't overly concerned about what we saw. And then I I, I do, like this gives us a chance to kind of circle back to the defense. Like, look, screen game was really the big the big thing that this this defense struggled with. And like everything else, that coverage was outstanding for the most part. I'm I'm thrilled with what you saw on coverage because Clayton Toon was having to hold the ball off you know, long and, you know, they gave up some, some middle field cut. They gave us some plays in the middle of the field. They gave up some digs. Um, but I think, you know, the pressure was good enough that he didn't always see him. And I mean, there's a lot of coverage pressure. You know, there's a lot of coverage sacks, coverage pressure on the quarterback because of what the back seven did. And I was blown away by that. I thought there was going to be a lot like they had, a, they were very well scouted on the defense. Like the, the defense was scouted that offense extremely well. And I was ex- I was very pleased to see that. And I'll just tell you, I'm going to say this. This is a perfect time for me to jump in to say this. Lance Leipold and company beat the brakes off of Danis Holgerson today. It was <laughs> night and day difference. The better coach today was Lance Leipold. And it yeah. wasn't remotely close. His team walked in there. They looked like the disciplined favorite. Houston was, was shooting themselves in the foot repeatedly. They were... They were fighting each other on the sidelines. As one does. 
they offensively they had no great answers for for yeah. you know to to keep up with KU's offense outside of the screen game. There yeah. was and and offensively, Andy Kotelnicki is one of the best play callers in in college football. Absolutely. It's just bar none. It's like it's not a joke anymore. He is unbelievable. They they pantsed Houston's staff, <laughs> and then on the field, their players pantsed them. The better team won. The better yeah. team won. If those two teams played ten times, KU wins seven or eight. The better football team won today, and it That's wasn't close. Point. That, Kent, that's a good point because I think West Virginia had some things schematically that caused Kansas issues or, or like big wide receivers, for example, that were there were going to be kind of like a built-in matchup issue. But when this game came down to coaching, especially, I mean, just operational stuff, knowing tempo, having the right play calls go in, um, it was clear Kansas had the advantage. And there's actually one play I wanted to shout out. It was by Rich Miller. And it was, it was the screen they threw where Rich mm-hmm. Miller was sitting on it and just blew the dude up. And, and again, that was a moment where Rich Miller, a Buffalo guy, came over from there, followed this staff. We've heard all along about, you know, how instinctual he is, how well he knows how to play the position. He can play multiple different spots. Um, and they stuck with him. They brought in transfers, but he won that job. He's kept it. And, and when he blew that play up, that was almost, in effect, kind of a, like an encapsulation of what was going on on the field. And just like the new era, Kansas, the new Lance Leipold staff, uh, there were a lot of really like just kind of cool and unique and different sorts of moments. I mean, it was such an inconsequential pass, although probably not to the final result. There was one early on where Jalen Daniels just zipped it in between like a couple guys, tight window. I think it was LJ Arnold. It was LJ Arnold. It was a third and five, one of the, you know, six – out of seven third downs, they converted because they are just a machine that can't be stopped. Think about that. I mean, and that play has just become routine. And I got to add one more thing here. This one's short. But I remember listening to a Hawk talk not long ago when Les Miles was still Kansas's coach. And he compared Jalen Daniels to an Auburn quarterback. And the person he was hosting with was like, the current Auburn quarterback? Or who are you talking about? And Les Miles was like, no, I'm talking about Cam Newton. Um, it's still silly. It's still ridiculous. Cam Newton was one of the greatest college quarterbacks in history and had one of the best seasons in the history of college football. Uh, but Jalen Daniels is really freaking good. And Les Miles is closer to being right than he is wrong on that one. Yeah. So I'm just giving him credit for that. I'm trying to comp. I'm going to come up with a good comp on Tuesday for yeah. Jalen Daniels because I, I guess we're, you know, Hey, we talked about the defense for five seconds. I guess that was good enough. Um, Jalen Daniels has unique arm talent where he can throw with touch. Um, he can throw the ball. He can drive a football anywhere he wants. He can throw athletically on the run. His base doesn't have to be perfect for him to throw accurately. And I haven't even talked about what he can do with his legs yet. Yeah. You know, I think I think he's underrated as a passer. He's very good as a passer. But you've, sh- he, you've seen his ability with his legs to really cause problems. And he's bulked up. He's bigger. He carries it extremely well. He's still an outstanding mover. He's still fluid. Um, he's a fluid mover. It's just really, really impressive. And Did he have five touchdowns today. I think he had five, five touchdowns today, mm-hmm. either on the ground or in the air. Just uh, he's nuts. Uh, I know someone put him on an early Heisman watch list. Why not? Yeah. Screw it. <laughs> I mean, he might be the best quarterback in the Big Twelve. He's playing at an exceptional level. Yeah. He's moving this offense. He's converting and executing on the biggest downs consistently they're just trusting you know they're just they're just marching the football field football field um 
consistently, you know, they're even they're getting into they're getting into manageable third downs, but they're executing the third downs. I mean, just I'm blown away, man. Uh, that offense can go bowling. I, I believe I'm believing it. I, I'm just I I can't say I'm going to be disappointed, though. Like, I, I know yeah. I'm, I, that sounds weird, but I, I just I believe in what you know, I believe what's going to happen. But, you know, I I just I I'm I'm I I'm still on cloud nine, man. I'm still processing all this. This is surreal. Like I'm doing it in real time as we're doing this show. It's it's, it's going to take days. It's going to take days. That's partly why I'm glad we get to come back on a Tuesday and continue to break this all down. And look, let's do a quick, quick little reset on where Kansas is. Kansas is three. Now, if, if you really want to get serious about that bowl game conversation, that starts with four. No, that starts with yep. beating Duke. If, yep. if they don't beat Duke, then we, we got to push that back a little bit, even though I think it is. We talk about the path of that now. So there's like some drag racing going on outside. I don't know if people are celebrating the KU game by doing that. Probably. Shout out to them. So if you hear that, that's what's going it's on. It's just um, like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. You can, you know, just having a good time. Um, but, but so I think that's where, that's where you start three. No, a very winnable fourth game. Kansas has not won four games since Mark Mangino was the head coach of this program, right? Like Kansas has not been over three and more often has Kansas been nowhere close to getting over three than they have to being on the cusp of winning more, right? Like you can, you can stretch it with the last season of Beatty, the first season of miles and say, Kansas missed some opportunities to win four or five games. Okay. This is a team now that is three and zero that should absolutely win at least a couple more games the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. That no, that is yeah. a massive deal. Yeah, it's huge. And that's I think that's kind of how I four felt lofty. I was a little scared coming into the year to say four wins. And I told people four wins. And I just can't believe that they might have four wins in four games. That'd be crazy. I it's surreal, man. And you know, I I, I I'm just gonna enjoy the rest of this. I'm just going to try to enjoy. I think that's where I'm at. I'm just going to try to enjoy the rest of this. We're going to be breaking down mm-hmm. Kansas and Houston even further on Tuesday. We might, let's, uh, if we'll, we'll answer a few questions before we yeah. get out of here. I think there's let's a lot it. of people celebrating. We saw this one uh, from Cole Kelleher. How many votes, if any, do you guys think KU will uh, get to be ranked and will be ranked? Uh, can I go first on this yeah. one? I'm going to say, I'm going to be the downer here. I'm going to say not ranked this week, but I'm going to say definitely receiving votes. Like they've done enough to receive votes. Um, Win versus Duke, they will be ranked. That's my prediction. I think they'll receive votes. I don't know if they're going to be ranked, although two double-digit wins on the road against Power 5 programs. And, I mean, I know they're not quite Power 5 yet, but they're about Mm -hmm. to be Power 5. I mean, Kansas is 2-0 in the Big 12, for all I'm concerned. Um, That's big. That's not a joke. It's not a fluke. And I... I think they're going to receive votes this week. I hope, and you just need some, you need some, some chaos in the back in the top 25. If you want that to happen too. Um, if you want to leave a question or two, feel free to ask some, uh, Baylin, Jalen Daniels is the big 12 offensive player of the week. Do you mean year Ed- Edward, uh, Edward ham? I, I think there's a chance that he's the, I, I genuinely think there's a chance like the, the way he's trending. You might, you might see that. Um, Someone, I, I did see uh, just a guy talk about the Highshaw fumble, and I saw some other people talking about that. That was pretty big, too. That's the second straight week that Daniel Highshaw has fumbled a football and come back to it uh, and, and recovered it, and they've both been in the red zone. Can I, can I defend the ability to recover your own fumble? Um, if you told me there was a player on the Kansas football team that lost a ball and was not going to let anyone else out-muscle him, out-anything him to it, 
I would bet money on that being Daniel Hyshaw. And I'm not saying it's a good thing he's fumbled. It's clearly not. I'm also saying he should not make a habit of it or the staff will trust him less. Interesting thing to talk about Tuesday. They really seem to give Savion Morrison a little bit more um, a little bit more action as the game went on. And I personally really do like Savion Morrison, not just because he's on my fantasy team that we drafted, because I'm actually a believer in his running ability. Um, but that's a dude who like, Again, think I'll, I'll be quick. Think about his journey right right now, right? Like Kansas brings in two former four-star running backs. This guy's got to be thinking, how do I stay on the field? And he just beats them out with like his determination, his growth. He gets in the weight room. And you see that on the field with how he runs, how he embraces contact. And yeah, when he loses the ball, he makes sure he's the guy who's going to get it back. So I don't think it's an accident. It's just not a good thing. Um, he should definitely uh, work on that, that protection a little bit more. One other thing on the running backs, all five got involved this yeah. week. That's just nuts. Uh, Hawk Nation, can KU get to a point the Big Ten wants them? Someone, I saw someone, um, I don't want to attribute because I might be wrong, but it was an Iowa fan who was like, can Kansas get the Big Ten? They were like tagging, it, it's to the point where they were tagging the Big Ten and not Kansas. And I was like, ah, oh, see, normally it's at KU football, get in the Big Ten. Instead, it was at Big Ten, can we add Kansas? Um, look, I don't know. Uh, conference realignment is tricky. It's a mess. It's going to take years to sort out. But I'll tell you what. Kansas gets moving on a stadium renovation project. Kansas starts putting a, a competitive project on the field and Kansas fans show up and support this team. Like I, I think the booth is going to be rocking in this next game against Duke game day or not. I, I think 40,000 plus is um, I, it needs to happen for the growth of this program. And you, you get that thing moving like that. I think fans will come out and I think Kansas looks a lot more favorable in this age of realignment. I'll be there. My wife will be there. My oldest kid will be there. We'll be at the booth. Uh, I know, Scott, I think you're going to be at the booth covering the game, yeah. too. Is that right? So, um, you know, he'll be he'll be up in in the booth <laughs> in the in the press box. Um, yeah. But we'll be we'll be there. Um, we'll be watching. We'll be uh, we'll be uh, hopefully celebrating a big win. We're going to try to do our part to help, uh, you know, support this football team. They've earned it. They deserved it. And we'll be here on Tuesday to break down KU Duke and kind of give you a, a more analysis on what we watched um uh here so make sure you like hit the like button hit the subscribe button um it really helps us as we're growing this channel this is a channel devoted to all the college sports in the area this is it, it, this is a great chance for you to watch uh the K-State post game show you're gonna probably <laughs> I, I know some Kansas fans will will love to probably watch that I'm sure um, you know, uh, you could go back and watch Missouri's uh post K State game one as well. I'm sure that one will be entertaining as well. Um, so this is yeah. how you know Ken is feeling himself, by the way. You know, and no, I mean, the K dude, this is how I'm sure all KU fans feel. Mm -hmm. if, if you're looking at the at the, the team's rankings in KCSNU, uh, in first place, Kansas is uh, we created our own conference, it's the KCSNU conference. <laughs> Kansas is in first place at three and zero. So, uh, the other two teams in the in the conference are two and one. So, you know, you know, we're just doing this. is This has been fun. Uh, and before one, you close it, I'm, yeah. I'm really glad that uh, Nebraska finally got to experience success by having their running back Savion Morrison join a better program. That's yeah, you know, uh, it had to be said. It had to be said. And, and seeing Savion Morrison getting to make a big play, how oh God, it's so there's so much. I can't wait to watch this game again. I'm gonna watch it tonight. You already know I'm gonna watch it tonight. But thank you, everybody, for watching. This has been a lot of fun. We've really enjoyed it. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. It's helping us grow this channel. Appreciate over 100 people watching. Cannot tell you how much that means. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. We appreciate you, and we will talk to you uh, probably post-Tuesday night.
So uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, we'll be back to break down the Duke game, break down what we saw even further with this Houston game. That's Scott. Chase and I'm Kent Swanson. We'll catch you later. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.